welcome to another Movie Quest podcast where three friends used to sit down and rank films against each other. The format is slightly changing and we'll bring you all up to speed later on. But for now, I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Johnny Hello. and Ant. Hello. Uh, we're going to just apologize to the listeners. Ant has um, not an illness, but... Um, I've lost my voice. <laughs> She's... Bit annoying for a podcaster to not have much of a voice. So, uh, you know, I'll be talking tonight, but maybe not too overly much. I'm going to probably try and try put a cap on it tonight a little bit. That's, you know, a bit gravelly voice. I was going to say, maybe yeah. sound with a little bit more York. The cap on it tonight. Yeah. It's like in a cardboard box. Yeah, I was just producing little voice checks before the podcast started, and I, I can't do, I can't go high at all. <laughs> I've got like a very much a, a level of how, how my, my voice range is limited. Very much so. So yeah, I'll be uh, maybe a little bit more, a little bit more quieter today. I have a glass podcast with a cold. So yeah, yeah, he uh, does actually. You. That's exactly what I was thinking about whenever he, he was chatting about. <laughs> um, you know, my voice is wrecked or whatever. It's like I'm pretty sure the guy from This American Life does it all Every, the time. Everyone will be giving you sympathy, but you look <laughs> absolutely fine to me. I'm, I'm, I feel completely fine. It's just my voice is really gone. I don't know what's going with it. It's strange. Anyway. We all deserve a pat on the back. This is the second podcast we're we're recording this year slash yeah. releasing this year. So that's true. It's not released yet. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. We'll we'll hold off. Last time we talked about the Flash. Um, one of our listeners uh, found out that we were back and uh, got in touch, and basically said that we were wrong on all accounts of everything <laughs> that like we talked about the entire time. So, as usual. Um, we allow people to email in. We say we allow people email in or message in, and basically can tell us that we're wrong. So we said that D and D film was good. Uh, our regular listener Lewis said it was. We were wrong on that account. What? Um, he hasn't seen Dune, so he can't comment on it. He said, "Just gonna add, no time to die sucks and should be deleted from history." I think did we talk about that? I don't even remember. Um, I think Johnny yeah, that. I think I, what. How like, that hang on. How can thing. you have an opinion on like Flash and whatever, and you've not even seen June? I, I know. I, I yeah, exactly. Yeah. N- I near been really busy. Like, do what? You've been really busy seething about how angry he is about No Time to Die. My days. Um, he has done the Blender Donut. Yep. Nice. So, uh, Jury Duty is incredible. Oh, great! Great. And Kingdom of the Crystal Skull isn't that bad. Oh, you know what? I, I kind of have a weird, like, I kind of really want to watch it again just to see if it is as terrible as I remember, I remember it, because it was, I remember it being awful. I remember walking out to the cinema again, saying, I'm never going to watch another one of those films again. <laughs> and then cut to, like, <laughs> ten years later, and, uh, well, well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, this, you've done that before. Oh, no, they always get me back. The Star Wars as well, yeah, I've never watched one of these again. <clears throat> And I think we did a podcast on it. It's just, you know, that, that the, the enticement of the cinema, I just can't not go, you know. Sure. <laughs> and so, also, there's like been nothing on as well for, for ages, and then suddenly, in the last month, there's been loads of good stuff coming out, so. Johnny called it the five, the top five. There's the top five. Day. Like, this potentially is the best month in cinema since COVID. Um, there's been, well, we're starting off on a bit, well, on a mixed review, but... Indiana Jones has came out. We've got uh, Mission Impossible. There's Barbie, Oppenheimer, and 
What was the other one? Asteroid City. Asteroid City, yeah. Mm. You know what, though? I'd say it's a six because I think this could be one of the films of the year. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle oh, film. Oh, uh, the trailer it's looks out, sweet. It's it's out, like end of the month, days, 30, yeah. 31st of mm. um, July. Or then, I think it's the end of this yeah, week. It looks, yeah, it, it looks, looks really great. Good. I mean, whether or not the film holds up, we'll have to see. But the, uh, the visual style of it yeah. is beautiful. I think it should be good. Mm. Um, I feel like it's going to get completely looked over. Because there's so much other stuff. Yeah, out. which is such a shame. I said, but that that's that's also what happened with the um, the first Marvel Spider Verse film. Hmm. Like people didn't really go see it. It sort of took a while to gain some sort of like traction and sort of steam before it sort of became that kind of cult classic. Or I think when it was award season, it came out and won loads of awards, so people sort of took notice of it, and then it sort of blew up after that. What 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 sort of system or world is the Turtles in? Is it owned by anyone or Warner Brothers? Warner Brothers. Yeah. Because they they were in. I know this because of uh, Multiverses, the game that came out. It's like a free to play Smash, <laughs> Smash Brothers sort of. Yeah. Um, a lot of well, Smash Brothers like sort of fighting game with all the Warner Brother uh properties. So you have like Arya Stark versus like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle versus mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. who else is in it? Flintstones. Uh, Scooby and oh, the Gang. Scooby Doo. Weird mix of <laughs> characters, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's. I'm, I bet I'm wrong on that now, but I'm pretty sure it is uh, one of Brothers. Wow. All right. Do you ever watch um? What is like like rats who go around on like bikes? Bike mice from Mars. Yeah, bike that's the one. Bike mice from Mars. Bike mice from Mars. I would love a reboot of that. Actually, I was and, uh, I was more into what was the shark? Yeah, shark one. That's literally what was uh, that called? Uh, Sharks. Pool sharks, was it? Pool sharks, it's not pool, pool sharks. No, I'm sure it was. <laughs> pool sharks. I remember playing pool. It's not a part. It's not <laughs> <laughs> playing pool. <laughs> What's it called? Shark. Pool sharks. Pool sharks. Kids uh, TV show, 90s. Uh, or Googling. Wrong. Street sharks. Street, Street sharks. sharks. Street sharks. Pool sharks. There's definitely a guy who played pool. I mean, I remember Sharky and George, the crime busters of the sea. That was... Uh, was the only shark uh, uh, TV I think program. I had a toy of these. Yeah, yeah like really yeah. And then there was uh, the other classic, Bucky O'Hare. Buck, Buck, Bucky O'Hare. Why do I feel like we're going to get remakes of these soon? I hope so. Just like bring back everything. Look, the Teenage Mutant Turtles film, it's really, that's a mindful to say. The Teenage, the Mutant Turtles film, it looks good. If it's all to that quality and that standard, and if it is a good film, then great. I Did anyone play the new game? That came out. No, right, I've, got it I've got it ready. I've got it ready. I played some of it. Is it good? It's, yeah, it's good. It's, it's a classic beat em up game. Like, mm. if you like those sort of games, then yeah, you'll love it. I mean, like, I kind of want a bit more from those games now these days. Like, I feel like it needs a bit, just, you know, needs a bit, bit more going on than just sort of the standard walk around. Yeah. Movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. I want upgrade systems and a bit more depth to it with it. But yeah, it was good. People liked it. Mm. So. Nice. Oh. Hopefully it's as good as that. Maybe. Fellas. What have you been watching? That's beautiful. Yeah, and that husky, those husky toes. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. You have a list, apparently. Well, yeah. Well, there's there's some which we'll probably talk about together. Like, Indiana Jones and Asteroid City, but I did go on uh, 
Saturday night to go see Barbie. I really want to see this film. Yeah, I want to see Barbie too. It's big, big fan of the uh, the director and the <sighs> other films that they've done. I didn't really realise that that Greta was the director until after. I actually. What's she done previously? Uh, she's she done Little Women. Francis Ha, oh, Little, Little Women, so and I think it's Ladybird. Oh, oh, brilliant film! Brilliant film. Which yeah, I think I think I quite enjoyed I think that. It's getting quite a lot of controversy online of people not liking it, whatever, in terms of like right. a bunch of like. Well, I don't really know. I'm, I, don't, I just know people think it's got a political message and stuff. All I'm going to say is, yeah. I haven't seen the film. No. I've been watching the internet, and I'm like, inject it into <laughs> my veins, please. Yeah, oh. I, from, from what I can tell, it looks the like a fun. It looks fun. Yeah, um, it is it fun? I don't know. I feel like, you know those adverts, have you ever been Miss Soul PPI? <laughs> yeah. It's... I think the way it's been marketed and what the film actually entails are two quite different things, which, uh-huh. you know, it happens in cinema quite a bit. Um, I think I was reading something the other day, people say it's, like, one of the best marketed films like, of all time because, like, just how, like, how much it's caught on, you know, people got dressing up to watch it and all that sort of stuff. It's, like, a big viral social thing, isn't it? Well, on that, like, what we did went... You watch? What did you wear, Johnny? Did you... I didn't wear anything, but uh, Sarah, Sarah put on some pink nail varnish. But there were people who were fully dressed up in like a Barbie, right. like pink mini skirt, and people dressed up like fully as Ken. Yeah. yeah. But because of the story and what happens in Barbie, yeah. I think those people felt embarrassed at the end of the oh, film <laughs> because yeah. they had dressed up in in that way, uh, just with some of the themes of of the film. So it's um, quite. Sorry, go on. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we'll probably like circle back on this once yeah, everyone's exactly. watched it. Watch it yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's visually like beautiful. It's like really, really fun to watch. <coughs> it's like a feast for the eyes. Mm. But there's there's a lot of ideas and mm. like political ideas. Probably too many. I think that's my criticism of it. Like, mm. it's not it's not what they're trying to say through the film. It's just like they're trying to say too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a bit of a confusing message. It's an hour and fifty. Okay, so not, not too. Bad. So it's not not terrible. But we came out of the cinema, so we were in home in Manchester. Lovely yeah. cinema. Oh yeah, really nice. If you want to drink beforehand, best city in the UK as well, obviously. Yeah, bit expensive, but lovely. So we came out of Barbie. Everyone's kind of like, I think everyone was feeling the same, a little bit puzzled, but generally on a bit of a high. Yeah. This the screen next door was obviously showing Oppenheimer. Yeah. <laughs> there was a guy who looked like he was in his seventies and he had the weight of the world on his shoulders. Oh, yeah, okay. He looked like he was it was, was it. it was it was heavy for him. He was <laughs> really struggling. So, so, obviously all three of us haven't watched Oppenheimer yet. We're planning on going this week. Yeah. It's funny because I've seen obviously see the trailers multiple times and I know the subject matter of what what goes on is gonna be dark. But in my head, I don't know, I'm just like, I'm thinking of it more of the sort of the science and the race to the, mm. the invention side of it. Mm. And I haven't, I heard someone mention one of the scenes in the film that was, I was sort of like, oh, wow, yeah, this is actually going to be really shocking, I can imagine. With stuff about like, so you know, sort of the Chernobyl sort of yeah, vibe yeah, of like yeah, some yeah, really yeah, dark yeah, stuff yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, because I, I think people, it's a Chris Nolan film. Everyone's like, oh, get you know, geared up to watch the next big blockbuster. But I've got a feeling it's going to be a bit more like... Maybe like Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, a bit more <laughs> of a uh, deeper sort of... 
And I've also seen some stuff that he doesn't, the film doesn't tackle online about Oppenheimer and about some of the stuff going on. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, which will be interesting to, to read about. Yeah. I, well, it's one of those things that I don't really know too much about him. I've, I've heard some, I think I've seen like some quotes from him in the past and stuff like that. I've heard, I knew generally who he was, but not really know much about him as a person or whatever or the whole story of the film. So be, I'm, I'm excited to watch mm. that, yeah. yeah. It's quite a good... Um, what would you call it? Like a like a ju- juxtaposition between the Barbie uh, crowd and the mm. Oppenheimer crowd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what would you see first? Well, I mean, I've seen Barbie, first. Seen Barbie first. Would you would you would you rather watch Oppenheimer then watch Barbie or <laughs> watch Barbie? Then? Uh, thing, I think it, it would have been it, it would have been too. Like, is it Barbie uh, Boppen? No, Bar- 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 Barbenheimer. That's the one. Barbenheimer. That's that's the that's the meme. Whatever going yeah. on. Uh, I don't know. There's so much to chew over in both of those films. Not that I've seen Oppenheimer yet, but I'm sure you'll be coming out with like yeah. thoughts. Yeah, of course. I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be, it'd just, it'd be too much for me. Five hours of film in one oh, day. I could do it. I that. <laughs> I've also seen Mission Impossible, which is probably the best film of the year. Well, yeah, I, I came out of it thinking that it could be better than June oh, two. Stop. Um, I've 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 been told by Mel's mother said to Mel because it was my birthday last week and she said don't bother taking him to a fancy restaurant or whatever just go watch Mission oh, Impossible oh yeah please it's so good but then I, I haven't seen any of the other ones so I was like you don't need uh, to so maybe one but you might not even so need to see one, number one on on that subject um, then my what have you been watching this week would be uh, so we were thinking about going to see Mission Impossible and Heather has seen snippets I've seen I think I've seen the majority of them now or if not all of them and also, I saw this film originally in the cinema. I was, I, my dad what? took me to see this when it came out. What, no Mission Impossible 1? The original Mission Impossible. No, no way. Absolutely. I, w- I remember being... When was that? 1996. I remember being, yeah, about I was like seven, seven or eight, <laughs> I watched it on DVD with my dad. But you went to the cinema to watch it. I went to the cinema. Went to the cinema. It was one of the first films I saw in the Whoa. cinema. Oh, you just be like, yeah, I'm 12. <laughs> yeah. No, Your dad then, I don't think it was... Dad's cool, like, isn't it? It was like, well... You know, I don't want to say it, but David, David, just in gravy. You can take your baby to watch the new one. Gosh. Yeah, absolutely. He, um, yeah, so we went. To, so Heather was like, you know what? Why don't we watch them start to finish, like all of them in order? Because they're all on um, the BBC Four app for free, right. except for the new one, obviously. So if you did want to watch them, they are there. Um, Channel Four. Channel Four. Yeah, sorry, uh, BBC Four. What the heck? Uh, Channel Four. Anyway, so we watched the first one. Um, and like I had just completely forgotten. It's so it's like even from the jump from the first to the second one is like day uh, night crazy. and day because obviously you first know first one was quite serious from yeah, what very I remember. Serious. And then the second one was like rock climbing, exploding some Well yeah, he, he the opening shot of the second one is like, isn't it him like free solo in some rock and like the story behind that is that he because I was saw it on like um on the internet basically some safety person, you know, stunt person was like, oh, you shouldn't do that. So he fired them and hired a new one who said that he could do it <laughs> and they would film it. It's like, all right, okay. Um, but the main thing is, that apparently the first one was quite controversial because it's obviously, a, it's an old TV show or an old film series back mm. in the sort of 70s, 80s, yeah, 70s yeah. or whatever. Um, and it's, the whole thing is based around like a crew of people. Um, so all those people in the first mm. one are all actual characters or set characters from the, the main show. But apparently... Um, 
your man was like Mr. Cruz. Yeah, Mr. Cruz was like, no. It's all about me. It's all about me. <laughs> and just like killed them all off. Let's make the American James Bond. Yeah, basically, and yeah. make the American James Bond. Um, and you know what? We're all better for it, aren't we? Because things get crazy in those other films. Mm. This is why I think you know the Fast and Furious franchise, the Mission Impossible franchise. Those are just some of the best films cinema has to offer because it's just buck wild. I am so excited to see some of the stunts that he does. So you enjoyed it, Ben? When you yeah. did, you said big best like, film this year. Okay, so talk about people coming out of the cinema. A guy, when the film finished, he ran down the stairs and jumped over the banister because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was oh, just he so is. pumped. Oh, like, wow. Everyone came out of the film like well happy. Oh, like, that's what you want. Yeah, like Sarah really enjoyed it. Nice. And it was like almost three hours. Nice. So she, you know, we were chatting just before, like she'd fall asleep at anything, but mm. she like really enjoyed Mission Impossible. Oh, yes. I'm it so felt excited. like an hour and a half, but it was almost three hours, so... I'm yeah. very excited. You've you've hired me Very good. Up. And have you seen like the stunt? No, 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 the, no, 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 no. You've not seen the I don't know. Like I literally avoided it because I I've seen all the other ones. I've seen obviously the you know when he breaks his leg and all that mm. jazz, and I've seen the, the the plane and all that all the stuff. I've seen all that, but so I was like, I don't. I just want to go in cold. I just want to just let the f- the film wash over me like. A, are you, are you going to watch it then? In cinema, yeah, cinema before. Yeah, so we're gonna try. We'll see. Obviously, we're on a. Oh no! Do watch it in the cinema. Like, cancel your plans. <laughs> cancel the plans. Okay. Go see Mission Possible. Like... It's so good in the cinema. Okay. So I feel good. like Heather has to get some context. Because otherwise, she's just gonna. We have seen the first one, so we will watch. You're it. just gonna have to like, sp- like you said, you've got a free weekend, so you yeah, can got, yeah. watch all of them, and then Sunday night. I did. I did want to do that though, like this week when we had like a free evening, and I was like, "Could we watch the second? She was like, oh, "I'm a bit tired." I'm like, "Ah, oh, damn it!" Okay. So I could is, just smash. This is the problem with watching things with your other half. Is yeah. like second one's easy to, to digest. If you've got a normal, I, you know, rate or whatever, then what we can do, you can just you can just absolutely <laughs> yeah. devour in an them. evening, like three evenings in a row. You have yeah. the whole series done. I didn't really. Henry Cavill's in one of them. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really. He has that sick moment where he does the just like the the with his gun with his hands he's got mm. a mustache and he has the whole thing yeah, in justice yeah. league he's had it he was like required to grow a mustache for mission impossible and they wouldn't let him shave it so when they re- did reshoots for justice league they had to cgi out his mustache <laughs> so it looked really weird he had like a weird lip thing going so on because of mission impossible is it the thing with the nose where he's like and like just like does it oh like, does the, like the, the, yeah the sort of like yeah, it's a it's a meme online as well. Isn't it? Like he's like locking and loading his his his, his fists, whatever. I love it. And he he just he, that was like Adler, but it was just him just doing it on the fly. We've talked about Mission Impossible too much. Well, speaking of Henry Cavill, oh wow, lovely segue. Uh, the thing I've been watching uh, recently, I, think, I can't remember if I mentioned it on the last pod. Well, that's not even in this in series. Um, is the Witcher? Yeah. So. I'm on. I'm not quite finished episode five, and then there's a there's a little break, and then they're coming back with the rest of them. I think. Mm. Are they released them all at the same time? No. So this is something now. We were so I paused. Ant and I were chatting about this before. <laughs> Netflix have done this really sneaky thing where they've broken the season up into two parts, and that's definitely not because they're like they couldn't just release them all at the same time. It's because they're like, well, it means that people will, if they're monthly subscribers, yeah, they'll have to, have to pay. <clears throat> You know, yeah. whatever. It's just a money cash okay. grab, essentially. 
So, um, this season of The Witcher, I... Do you even remember season two, though? Because I barely I'm struggling remember it. I was yeah, struggling yeah. to remember it, to be honest. I kind of wish I would have done a recap. I, I didn't watch it. Um, oh, this, this show. Like, I love the world of The Witcher. Which is, mm, and, like, yeah, I'm great. watching it in spite of the show, basically. I'm watching it because I like the world. And, like, I like the char- some of the characters. But it's just really frustrating me. Because it's just... Like, to me... I've played some of the game and like obviously watching the first series the witcher is basically you know he goes out and he he does he do, he kills monsters, beasts and monsters yeah. Yeah, 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 for yeah, townspeople yeah, yeah. for a coin yeah. and he goes around and like the first season a big chunk of the season is him traveling to different parts fighting different monsters yeah, like monster of the week yeah monster of the week thing and it was great and then you'd have like this sort of overlight overarching storyline mixing with it and they've sort of just dumped all that I don't. I think he's fought one monster, one and a half monsters, in this whole show so far. One of them felt like they had, they just sort of crowbarred it in because they felt like they hadn't got any monsters. So like, oh, we have to have something. So on the way to somewhere, randomly there was a monster on a on a boat, and it was like, okay, well. Oh yeah, yeah. Last yeah, last the scene lasts yeah. all like two minutes, and it's yeah. like done. It's really it's. <clears throat> Being a, it's quite quite bogged down on the main story oh, of the thing, just, which is the stuff to do with Siri. So are you saying that Witcher season one is like Star Trek? It's like, sort of yeah, like, a little bit, like, like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like a single episode will kind of like resolve yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds that, really good. No, that that's what I loved about it. Like, what, I can't remember. Is it the first season or the second season? The guy with the tusks. Second season, maybe. That's the start of the second season. Yeah, that whole episode is so good. Yeah, but the thing is that that season two quickly derails itself. Exactly. That's the yeah. problem. They they fall, they lost what it was because yes. you can do a lot of TV shows do this where they have the bigger story happening in the background That's the fine, entire yeah. time, but each week is its own singular moment. I mean, Star Trek is a perfect yeah. DS Nine has some s- loads of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just it's just like so I don't not to moan about the because like, there is parts of it I like, but. I get so frustrated. I, I just want it to be better, and it and like that's sort of obviously there's a big controversy going on. Henry Cavill's quit the show basically, uh, but they're carrying on without him, Love and it. they're just gonna replace Crazy. him with um one of the somebody from this the thingy was Thor's brother. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's Chris. Is it Chris? No, I can't. Not, I can't remember his name is. He's he's the guy. He's in Hunger Games. They're replacing him with him, and I'm like, it, I I don't know obviously exactly what's going on, but from what I understand, it's. He wasn't happy with the way the the show was going. Mm. Yeah, Because yeah, he's yeah. like a big fan of the books. You wanted the, to stick to the source the material. Games. Yeah, and it's just like, it is just really frustrating. Um, also, big chunks of it just feel like really cheaply made. I don't know, something yeah. about it feels like I'm watching Merlin or like a BBC <laughs> like show. Like, just like, I don't know where, not that I have to, you know, like, but when you think of like Game of Thrones or whatever, and yeah. like the money goes into it, just how well it's shot, how well it's, like acted the storyline, like the the dialogue is brilliant. You know, in Game of Thrones, feels really like vivid and re- really part of that world. And then some parts of the Witcher, really like little bits of it, I like that. It has little like moments where you get really into it, and then there's just huge chunks of it that don't make any sense. Like the the the, the writing doesn't make sense. It's weird cuts in the story that I'm like. Is it because they only had him for so long? Or I don't know what it is. No, I don't like, think so. I think he he had already yeah. filmed the, that that series entirely before they decided to. It's just like sad yeah. when you watch something you really like and you can just you just seeing it not 
you just seen it not yeah. coming together as you want it to. But I'm like, I'm watching it anyway because I feel like I'm sort of invested in it and I'm like, I just want to see. Yeah. I like the world and I want to play the game more and stuff, which I, you know, I played chunks of it. And uh, maybe I should read the books, I don't know, but I just. Play yeah. the game. Let's play the game. Yeah. Any you, more for any more? What have you, you been, been watching? I've said Mission Impossible. Uh, but yeah. I have actually got a secret one. Go on then. That I hid. Heather and I finished a TV program, man. Mm. We finished Ted Lasso. Hey. Good show. It got a lot of... that. So the, the last season of Ted Lasso um, was quite serious. Yes. Um, and it dealt with a lot of like heavier topics. Like The previous series did, did deal with them, but I think personally, I think they were a little bit dealt with them a little bit more lightheartedly. Ish, so not everything. It was panic attacks and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, this one was it's quite... It's like it's become more of a main topic for it to tackle. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, just a lot of it is like male masculinity and like just how men shy away from certain topics mm-hmm. or discussing certain things. or mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it's, it does a good job of like, of... Of exploring those topics, especially like in like a sp- in like obviously in the sports world as well, which is yeah. like huge, 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 yeah. huge. Like so obviously, um, they've got like one of the footballers is gay, and they tackle that that whole thing about being queer and being in you know a, a Premier League team. Yeah. Cause it's like obviously there's a lot, and then they talk about how like um, he doesn't mind coming out to his teammates, but he doesn't really want to bother with the rest of the Premier League. And like the rest of like you know the sort of yeah. the rest of the world knowing, and then eventually like, big stuff, big stuff, big stuff, big stuff. Big stuff. Um, but like it really divi- like I find out that it really divided fan the fan base. Oh, I didn't. Um, I, I completely missed all that. <laughs> people, people didn't really enjoy it. I have to say, as a set of TV, three singular. Like, I'm so happy that it's well, finished. I was going to ask. Series. I was going to ask. Is this is it a spoiler to say that it finished? The show finished. Yeah, I think. so. I don't think it's a spoiler. I think it's a spoiler because I think. I was thinking about this today, actually. I don't know why. I think yesterday when I was driving somewhere, like they're really brave to finish it there. Yeah, I love, love like, that. Actually, I like shows that that will you know don't overlast, you know, overstand the welcome or whatever. Yeah. Like, and yeah, um, and it's like it's wrapped up really well. I think they could have probably they could have stretched it on if they wanted to, mm. but it's like it made sense for the story and for the characters yeah. for it to finish. So I think how I kind of felt at the end of it was so I uh, basically a, 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 a wee while ago a friend of mine was talking about football and basically he was sort of saying like oh it's just like the worst parts of like male whatever blah or like he just basically said like it's the worst thing he just was basically crapping on football and I was like you're not seeing it for what it is like I understand that there's bad people that support football but like it's wholesome, it's a community, it brings people together in a way that other sports, well, no, other things don't, because the sport does that in general. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of things that do that too, but it's the same feeling at the end of, when it, so Heather and I watched Welcome to Wrexham, like a uh, number of, like about half a year ago. It's just, like, it's just wholesome, it's just really wonderful, yeah. like community, I don't know, it's just, I love football, I love football fans, it just it's just cementing that over and over again of how much I'm like this sport is just. I think the biggest compliment I can give that show is the first season. I loved it and hated it because of the 
how corny and how cheesy it was, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. over the top and saccharine it was. And as it went on, I don't know whether or not it got less like that, which I think it probably did a little bit, and the writing only got better, or that I just grew to love the characters more mm-hmm. and forgave mm-hmm. that side of it. Mm-hmm. But I, season three, I loved the whole way through. Yeah, it wasn't like great. it wasn't like season one where I those episodes where I just had to like like clench my teeth and just get through it because it was so cheesy. Mm. Um, but season three is brilliant. Yeah, definitely. If you, I mean, if you're not a football fan, I think it's just like Mel, yeah, Mel enjoyed it. And she's yeah. not she doesn't care. No, about you don't football. have to be a football fan at all. Like Heather again, <coughs> she really enjoyed it. But yeah, I just I wanted to hide that until until just then. <laughs> any more for any more fellas before we get on to uh, one of the big topics of tonight? Well, I think we should talk. Indiana Jones, because me and Johnny have both watched oh, it. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Mm. Can we spoil it? Um, Has it been long enough to spoil it? I really don't care. I just I have no care. I would say... I think it would, would be difficult uh, to kind of spoil it, no, really. There is a bit at the end I think is really cool that I would like to talk about, mm. but it is a bit of a spoiler. I guess like we could say people, if you want to skip forward a few minutes, you can. Yeah, maybe. yeah. On that point, what do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, because to me, like, okay, to be like blase about it, to me, the whole film is like best of, really. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, great. It's very similar to all Cracks a lot of the other ones. Mm. That's the hat on. Um, but there's, there's, it is a bit, it is somewhat different, a little bit in a few spots, but yeah, because you know. I mean, they had to. I mean, some of the main differences from Crystal School, Sheila Booth's not in anymore. Well, yeah, <laughs> and and they discussed that as well. And it actually oh, was quite a moving. Quite did a they moving, actually? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Did they say that it killed him off? Yeah, he he, he, died. Uh, he died in the war. <laughs> he died in was it? Well, he didn't say what war, but I'm assuming oh, it's wow. the K- Korean War, maybe, because mm. it was because it was after World War Two. I was scratching my head about that because I was like, I'm sure there was Young Adventures of Indiana Jones, which I watched, and yeah, I'm not sure there was there was other things. But yeah, they basically they killed him off. But that that's fairly early on. I think they talk about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, the film opens with young in the in the R. Jones, yeah. but like as in as in Harrison uh, Ford, Harrison Ford, the, CGI like, Harrison. Yeah, yeah, and um, personally, I, that I mean, actually, I'm gonna read some notes here because that to me took me out of the film quite a bit, and I wasn't sure because I didn't I read or looked anything about what this film was. I wasn't sure if that was going to be the whole film because mm. it lasts quite a while. It's about, about 15 minutes. Oh yeah, my yeah, definitely. Days. Oh my, 15 and, minutes of CGI. Yeah, yeah, oh. and and. If it was a scene or so, it would have been okay. Yeah, it, yeah. But it was really it was long. long, and it was really distracting because it just felt like a video game, it, and the animation felt really bad they, to me. It was like Carrie Fisher and uh, Mark very, Hamill, and yes. like like all that. I mean, it is Lucas Arts, so yeah. I felt like I feel like they just do it just to be like, oh, look what we can do now with CGI, but it still doesn't look as good. Mm. I think if it was like a scene, there's a bit where they first show him, and it's just him talking to someone yeah and it's like kind of believable yeah. but then like just just not to go down that line too much but like just the, the facial animations it doesn't hold it properly so mm. it just doesn't look right it just looks weird where if it's like if it's like a, a, a small you know couple of you know 10 seconds or whatever it's fine you get away with it but it lasts a long time and there's a whole yeah. like it's like it's like a whole uncharted you know hanging from rafters and <laughs> swinging and all that sort of stuff going on and it just seemed it didn't seem like they did it with like a, a stunt. Actor. I don't know how they did it. it. It didn't seem like they did it with a stunt. Actor. It seemed like they did it fully CGI. Or yeah, because oh, it doesn't animate like you'd expect it. So you wouldn't like move as you'd expect it to move, or whatever. Um, 
Sorry, I'm just going to read something. I'm sure there was something where he was holding onto a chandelier and a whole building collapsed around him and he just, like, shot through it. Yeah. He yeah. shot through the building in yeah. the chandelier. Uh, yeah, while fighting Nazis again. Oh, so, classic. as well as um, Harrison Ford, the other big standout... Phoebe uh, Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, which I've been... I, I mean, I, I've watched... Uh, some bits of things that she's been in before. Yeah. I'm watching currently, just not to admit, but I've just started watching Killing Eve. Oh, and cool. I found that she's like a show creator of that and yeah, like I a watch writer that. of that as well. She plays like a goddaughter. Yes. Um, yeah. She's like the daughter of Toby, what's his name? Toby, Toby Jones. Toby Jones, yeah. Um, she's really good. Uh, plays mm. it well. She f- she fills the role which Sheila Booth would have had if he continued being the side yeah but not quite because she's not really on Harrison Ford or Indiana Jones' side for some of it yeah it's a bit there's a bit of like weird she was like, e- like everyone's no. moving in the same <laughs> everyone's moving in the same direction but they're wanting to do it like Different separately reasons. by uh, themselves like yeah, she's in it for herself she's she's like the classic she's yeah, like yeah. she's in it for the money yeah yeah, yeah Harrison yeah, Ford's yeah, in it yeah, for yeah. the historic historical sort of oh, yeah, yeah. Exploration, but they, and then yeah. the Nazis are in it for and who, and sorry, world, world domination. domination. <laughs> and there's there's a there's a there's a the main bad guy in it uh, is uh, like a Nazi scientist, and he's played by. Ooh. He plays Hannibal in the TV show. What's his name? Oh, oh Max. Max. Yeah. Um, Mads 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 I don't know. That's the guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about Mads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mads Mickelson or whatever his name is. Yes. He's the main uh, bad guy, and he is really good. He, yeah. yeah, he plays really he, well. He, is he a has he ever been a Bond bad guy? Yeah, that's it. Yes, he's in. Yes. Is he in Casino Royale? Yeah. Oh yeah, there we go. That's he, the he's definitely he's just a good Bob. Yeah, he's a good bad guy. Yeah, anyway, he's, sorry, he's great. Um, yeah, the whole film is like it's very long. Yeah. Very uneven. I felt. Yeah. Mm. Like some good, really good bits in it, but yeah. also very like very. Long car chases that take last way too long. Yeah, they just get boring. Like you like, they like racing tuk tuks. You know, like 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 a Bond or like like you like uh, a I guess a Mission Impossible whatever. These car chases or whatever, but it just goes on for like ten minutes. And you're like, on, get on with the story. Mm. Um, it's quite gory as well in part. Like some people just get murdered out of the blue and you just think. Gosh. The originals were pretty gory too, weren't they? Not you even like monkey brains and stuff like. Mm, I, I think it's just like you get introduced to this character who Indiana Jones has known. For for his yeah. whole life, yeah, and then suddenly just like gets yeah. killed. I was just like, oh, yeah, that that must be like really painful because you said <laughs> that this was like your mate from like being a teenager, and he's just been killed, and off to the next thing, you know. Yeah, it's... yeah. Um, the other guy who's in it for a little bit, the guy was the fez. What's his name? He's like in. He's like a. Oh um... uh, yeah, I, th- he, I think he's been in some of the. Original. Isn't he in like James Bonds as well? They doesn't he play like the same character? I, you know, I am just saying all these things. I have no idea. I can't mm. remember. I uh, don't remember. Indiana Jones in it. It's just uh, John Rice Davis. So he, the guy who plays. Uh, um, yeah. He's also. Uh, is he in James Bonds? I don't know. If he's I think in James he is. Bond. J- is James, he James like... Bond actually. Is he not like? I think he's in one of the Timothy Dalton ones. I'm sure he's like he plays a similar role, right? Yeah. But maybe it was typecast. Yeah, he plays Salah. Um, in Indiana Jones, um, he's in it. It's just funny because at certain points, like you go, but you go out to being old Indiana Jones again. Yeah. So he's like in his seventies or whatever, and, and it's like set uh, six, nineteen sixty nine because it's around the um, 
the moon landing stuff. Okay, yeah. And you're seeing like grumpy Indiana dealing with like all the, all these people who are always into history anymore. Everyone's technology. into space and yeah, technology course, and, yeah. and NASA Sci-fi. and stuff. And he's a grumpy old man and like he's just a big grump. Uh, but at one point, yeah, Salad, the the guy with the fez, turns up. Um, can't remember exactly why, but they're like running around together. It's just. It looks so funny because they're like old men, just like <laughs> waddling. It looks like it looks like me doing my my pull up. You know when I pull my my, my trousers up around my waist and do my little like old man dance or whatever. It just reminded me of that. Like, I wish I could. I mean, I really should have that burned into my. I mean, my you memory. made me do it for my wedding um, during the wedding speech, the best man's wedding speech, Aaron. I mean, that's the only. That's I re- literally remember one thing from that, and that is the awkwardness that it was. <laughs> well, yeah, it was very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember pull trousers up and do the old man maybe it did I don't remember I don't, Aaron you made me do it in front of the old oh, I'm so happy about it so well it's burning to my wish my we mind. took a video I thought that that, um, that car chase through the parade looked awesome like with all the confetti falling because yeah. they had the space landing parade with all the astronauts going through and they nice. did a car chase through yeah, that horse horse chase as well. oh the ho- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was good it was, it was part, again, parts of it really good um Film was overly long, in my opinion. Too yeah. long. Could be like yeah, another half hour cut down at least. Um, yeah, mega spoilers. Do not listen if you want to watch this film. Yeah, yeah, me- me- really mega spoilers. Probably fast forward three or four minutes, and then to get past that, reading through. I mean, a lot of it was a lot of it was member berries as well. A lot of it was like, oh, remember mm. this? Remember this? Like, and just like, do you remember what he used his whip? Yeah, yeah well, oh. yes, yeah. a lot of that. Like the scenes cutting, but you know the whole gun scene. <laughs> He has to lift something off and they put the bag on top they, of they it. They didn't do that, oh. no. Yeah. No. At one point, <laughs> there was, they got into a tomb and there was all these mirrors around and I audibly like, shouted at the screen, like, no! <laughs> but then it turned out that that wasn't it. It, just, it was just a bunch of mirrors. I thought they were going to have to direct light or whatever. Um, there's a hat grab. <clears throat> nice. Yeah, there's all that. There's just all these mm. moments like that they're just trying to redo from the previous films. Mm. But um, the end of the film, spoilers... If Wait, you, can I... Can I guess the spoiler? Go on, get Can we do this? So, dial, to what does that dial of destiny is? Uh, it's supposed to predict the future and like future time events and stuff. Oh yeah, mm. and you and that's like that was the general. It was made by Archimedes, the like inventor, and that's what they're chasing the whole way through. So, oh, okay. Sorry, well, I thought the twist is going to be that Indy's going to hang off his hat and Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to take over as mm. the main Indiana I, Jones. Uh, I thought like I thought he was going to die. Because it kept going that way. Because there was a bit where he's like, "Yes, basically they end up going back in time." Yeah, they go back in. Basically, they, were, they went to go meant to go back like twenty years, and they ended up going back like two hundred or three. No, 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 it was, no, it was um, six. It was, it, like it was six hundred BC. BC. Yeah, dinosaurs. No, no, no. no, no. It was. Um, <laughs> That'd be insane. No, it was uh, basically they were talking about Archimedes a lot and about and about the style. And um, it ended up going back to like a point where it was the Greeks versus the Romans, I think. Yeah. And they were battling, and there was like the giant um, mirrors that they're using to like to like burn the R- Roman ships and stuff. But basically, they fly. F- oh, this is massive spoilers. They fly through. Like, the Nazis <laughs> are trying to get back to 1939 or whatever. Like to change. To try and help. Try and sort the war out, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, like whatever, you know, like get the nukes first or whatever. But in the end, it actually goes back to the point 
of time that Archimedes made this dial or whatever. Oh. And then and then and then what's I thought that was really cool actually. I really enjoyed the whole sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The planes like out of time. The planes is like they, they fly for a yeah through, through a battle. Like a, so there's a big um, battle going on and there's this flaming plane. World War Two like bomber plane flying round. And then they all think it's like a dragon. Yeah. So that's where like dragons come from. Oh, some Nazi planes gone and back then, in time yeah, by accident. It is that that whole ending scene I thought was really good actually. And what annoyed me was, um, so he want, he's also previously at the, the film he's teaching a lesson about the, uh, the Archimedes and about this sort of time period, and he's like mm. it's part of his like he's like spent a lot of time studying it, or whatever. Yeah. And he like we get there and he's like. Indiana Jones is just like amazed that this is like a thing that can happen and he's there and you can see all this stuff going on mm. and he wants he gets like does he get hurt somehow he gets shot or something and he, and he want he's like I want to be I want to stay here you leave me let me stay here let me see this and basically people roll a bridge gives him a conks him out and uh, <laughs> like drags him drags back him to back the back future oh, and he, really? but then they end up like wrapping it all up nicely I didn't like that ending I, I would prefer him to stay there I think and I like, want to die that, yeah. I, I thought that was going to happen. I was like, this happened in Star Wars. This is happening in Indiana Jones. Yeah. Just Harrison Ford is kind of, that's it. That's the end of his career. But no, he could have another film in him, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it would be a heck of a lot more CGI than what we just saw in Indiana Jones. Do you know what? It's, I have no problem getting another actor of, of their likeness. Like It yeah. doesn't bother me. Because they did it with the solo film where it's like, he doesn't look like Hans. He doesn't look like, um, what's it? his face but mm. looks similar enough yeah I mean, it's it's. but would you would you would you say people should go see it mm. I'd say there's better things to I wouldn't go to the cinema to watch it to, okay. to watch I'd watch it. it I think it's good there's parts of it that are good but it's very I feel like Indiana Jones it's like more good Indiana Jones yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. Crystal School Indiana yeah. Jones oh, that, film, that film was bad okay so a quirky film came out that we all saw. The hipsters woke up. The hipsters woke up. They stopped making those weird AI TikToks or whatever it is and um, went to see Wes Anderson's Asteroid City. Well, me and Johnny went together to watch, didn't we? Yeah, it was a nice evening, huh? Yeah, I loved it. We went uh, to Bradford, a bit further for us to go. Aunt drove me. I did, because uh, Johnny, Johnny injured his, his, his ankle. Leg. Yeah, yeah. And then we what, we, little, we sort of hobbled around uh, <laughs> Bradford City Centre. <laughs> I went to a, a, the Light Cinema, which I'd never been to before. It was really good. I enjoyed it. It was. It, That's I, my local cinema. Yeah, lucky. Not in Bradford. The one in Manchester, yeah. yeah. It's wow, good, yeah. Me. I really liked it. I, I, I'm hoping they'll build one in Huddersfield because I, I, I much preferred it to the, the Odeon. Like, it's way nicer. Yeah. Um, it's like small, smaller screen, yep. less chairs in there, but yep. just kind of like... Nice. Chairs were, were comfy, although the recline wasn't as good as Showcase, but you pay... Like it's a lot less money than yes. Yeah. So. It just felt like the vibe of it felt like it's made by people who love film. Mm. Like all the posters and like the light. It's like the lighting very nicer. It's like film. They, uh, they have like film events going on all the time and things. And it just felt like it was the Odeon feels just like a, a company, just like Asda putting yeah. on here some films. Yeah. No. And big, just big, yeah. big fan of um, the light cinema. Really, really are. So you know, if you're listening, we're itching for that sponsorship. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, we'll be the official podcast, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do whatever you you want us to do. So, just uh, a brief synopsis on Asteroid City, because uh, it's you know as per, you know, as per Wes Anderson films, it's not easily understood, or at least I didn't understand it as much as maybe some others. So, 
The premise is, following a writer on his world-famous fictional play about a grieving father who travels with his tech-obsessed family to a small rural asteroid city to complete in a junior stargazing event, only to have his worldview disrupted forever. Bum, bum, bum. So obviously has like the, you know, the classic cast of Jason Schwartzman. Uh, who else is in there? Oh, Edward Norton. He's a he's another mainstay. Um, I'm trying to think of other people who were Bill Scott Murray, Johnson. Scott Johnson. Bill Murray um, wasn't in it. He is in it. He's in it for a snippet. Steve Carell. Steve Carell is was in his other films. So Bill Murray was supposed to be in. He was supposed to play Steve Carell's. Yeah, character. he was supposed to. Do but then, he, but then he got COVID, so he couldn't. Yeah. And then he ended up filming like a weird little s- snippety thing they put out on the internet. I think. Yeah, it was basically a trailer. Um, yeah. But Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston has not been in any of his other films. Oh no, he's not. Yeah, but, but they got they had loads of yeah, loads of big actors in it. Yeah, Tom Hanks, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, um, yeah. you've got Jeffrey Wright. You've got Maya Hawk from uh, yeah. Stranger Things. Things. Daughter. You've just there a lot as again is sort of his ex, you know, his, his yeah. cast is getting bigger. And I always find with his films that once someone sort of become, you know, he's got the main character that they usually have. So and this one is Jason Schwartzman. It's mm-hmm. nice to see him back in the lead role again because he was Rushmore was the other last one that he was sort of doing the lead role in. Um, but he always sort of adds to the cast, and then the cast always appears somewhere yeah. in one of his next films, don't they? Even if they're only in it for like five ten minutes. Um, they they would uh, they would appear. So my liking into this film is if uh, what's the one about the hotel? Grand Budapest. If Grand Budapest is his action film because it's like you know shooting and stuff in it, this would be Wes Anderson's version of a sci-fi film. That's what this is. Okay. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yes. Like, kind of. A little bit. Exactly. Well, it's a Wes Anderson version of it, isn't it? It's like mm. you know he's not yeah, going to well, do a film yeah, set yeah, in yeah, space, yeah, is he? Yeah. Well, he might do. To be f- See, I don't feel like I'm qualified to talk about Wes Anderson because I was thinking about this the other day. I don't think I've actually seen many of his films. I think I've, oh, wow. I've seen Moonrise Kingdom, Great which film. I really liked. Great film. I've seen Fantastic Mr. Fox, also which I liked. Film. And that's it. Oh, right, okay. I don't think I've seen any of them. Whoa, okay. So I'm severely lacking on the Wes Anderson film. Oh, right, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure I've seen every one of his films. I've seen French Dispatch, but... Yeah. Is that it? No, I have... Uh, no, but we've watched Fantastic Mr. Fox for the podcast. We've yeah, seen so you haven't seen Rushmore, you haven't seen Bottle no. Rocket, you've not no. seen Life Aquatic. Mm, don't think so. You've not seen Isle of Dogs? No. You've not seen... Oh, can I name any others? Obviously, we've mentioned French Dispatch. What am I forgetting? Moonrise Kingdom? Ah, uh, we've mentioned Moonrise Kingdoms. Uh, um, Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, great. Oh, great film. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've you've really you've re- you guys have really yeah I'm uh, not seen I'm that. Not a proper film. No, am I? Darjeeling Limited as well. Some a big one. All right. Okay. Well, my, my okay. Well, I had a question. I was gonna say, what are you gonna rank it against those other films? But obviously, we can't ask that question. Well, I so could, I could rank it out of Moonrise Kingdom and. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. My other question is, did you understand it? Did you get it? I understood mm. what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand what was happening. No, I understood it, but you had to really, it made you have to really like think about what each scene was mm-hmm. because of the multiple characters. Because obviously you've got 
the meta narrative with the black and white film play. Which is the play. He's right. The play. The play is Asteroid City. Yeah. But then there's also, on top of that, the actors in that who are playing the play. Yeah. And then you've got the play of Asteroid City, which is the film version of it. Yeah. Which Absolutely. Is, so, like, it's understandable. It's just, it was just, just sort of annoyingly and what's the word like unneeded the complicated for some reason I don't think it adds anything to it in my opinion the dialogue for me was so fast yeah I couldn't like yeah, hear it yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think the amount of words that were said in that film is the same amount as in Indiana Jones Mission Impossible and Barbie put together mm. I think so much information. The, the actors have such a difficult job um, in certain situations because, like, some of the lines that they're asked to deliver are so complicated. Mm. Like, and they're so full of different whimsical things. And also, they have to deliver them almost like monotone. Mm. You know, like, that's yeah. a certain sort of rate. And he asks, I think he asks quite a lot of an actor. And I think that's why a lot of people are always up for getting involved in his films because there's a joke where I think it's. Edward Norton was saying that like he doesn't get paid a lot for Wes Anderson films. Basically, he gets paid like less than he would for whatever. Yeah. But he has to do the big films so that he can go do the Wes Anderson films because yeah. those are the ones that he enjoys doing, and mm. that's why the cast gets bigger. I think Scarlett Johansson, who's obviously a new, a new, new to the Wes Anderson group, she was she did a stellar job. She just mm. thought she was fantastic. I thought there was like some massive off-screen party, and that's why all those people were getting involved because. I think the budget was only thirty million. Yeah. And it was like there was about fifty four big, you know, or reasonably sized huge, actors. Yeah, I mean Tom Hanks probably one of the best. I feel like it's just one of those things that they want to just be involved in. Like I was part of Yeah, Margot Robbie was in it for like five yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's just like a thing to say, Oh, I I'm I'm in that that it's like a cool thing to be involved in it. Like, yeah, it's I, like I'd having Google on your C V. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I mean I think one of the things, like, to sort of to my two cents on just the internet is like people, I people out there who are making those what Wes Anderson videos for the internet, you don't you do the, it well the, enough. The, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> um, so like the TikTok community or YouTube, where everyone said like I'm having a Wes Anderson day, and they would film it and have all the oh, yeah, whimsical okay. music, or there would be the weird AI stuff that people would put out, yeah. and uh, unfortunately, it just. Watching this film, I'm like, oh, there's people. You need to be Wes Anderson to be able to create yeah. a Wes Anderson thing. Yeah, mm. right. I don't want to be too down on the film because I did. It was parts of it that were enjoyable. Oh my! And days. parts of it that were funny. I found so like usually in films, uh, cinematography and like uh, like cool like really like well shot mm. like interestingly shot um, uh, scenes. I usually really gravitate towards. Yeah. So, like, one of the big ones for me, uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yeah. I love that film. Like, I love the way it was shot. I love, like, the vibe it was going. I went to watch it twice at cinema and, like, just went all about it loads. For some reason, this film, um, the way that it was shot after the first 10, 15 minutes, I just sort of got a bit bored of it. Like, it just everything was very samey and it was all, like, okay, flat on. Like you're gonna frame everything like perfectly, and like mm. I just after a while it sort of just loses its its impact because it's so. Like, I feel like if it was like a short, maybe like a 15 minute short, it'd be really cool. But for a whole film, and it's I can't remember how long it was, but it felt long at the time. For the whole film, it just I kind of got bored of that that whole 
thing yeah, going it, on. Because there is like so much on screen sometimes. There's like so many little details. It's like you want to like oh you want to like see it all, but because it's moving so rhythmically and quickly, mm-hmm. you don't get time to enjoy it. Right. So, so it's just like you get a flash of something, just like oh I'm sure I saw something happening over there, but you know you're on to the next thing. Like I was, I think when the first song came on at the start of the film, mm. I was counting the beats. So you'd you'd have a a scene that would last for like four beats, another one that lasts for four beats, and then you'd have like an irregular one which would last for three, and then mm. you'd have another one which lasts for four, and then it kept continuing on that, and just like it's so. So much trying to be so perfectly in time, but trying to be perfectly irregular. Mm. It's very it's, but it's it's almost just like mechanical and robotic rather than letting you enjoy it for what it is. Because imagine like you're the set designer, you've made this beautiful scene, and it's only there for like three seconds, and then it's on to the next thing. The the set design was interesting because we just before watching this film, the Barbie trailer came up, and obviously the Barbie trailer is like big scenes of it where it's all Barbie land and it's like a toy set or whatever and it's all like made a lot of that the film started and as, as I'm watching it I'm like it's obviously got a very strange universal style to it like it's like um, I don't think this is what I, I'm pretty sure I mean I've not watched a lot of his other films I don't think that any of his other films are like this I think it's just because it's supposed to be a fil- it's supposed to be a film of the, a play yeah. so all the set design is based on that uh, but it was very strange because it cause just going from Barbie to that because it was like I was trying to figure out obviously it was all very intentional mm. and I wasn't sure if I liked it or not. It was kind of cool and interesting but also really strange and weird. Um, so I don't know, it's put me, sort of knocked me off kilter straight away. Oh, yeah. um, one of the things I didn't like about it was I didn't feel like I liked any of the characters really. Like, oh really? Like the they're all fine, but there's like not any ones that I really like loved. You know, like you know, you, you root for I think like one or two so characters. You tell me you did not like that cowboy band. They just didn't really mean what? much to me. Were they like take the they're little kids? Like, like, yeah, they're hey, in it for like three. And they scenes. all sing a song together. That yeah. was an amazing. They're in it for like three scenes though. It's like uh, but perfect. But like the main characters like weren't particularly likable. It's not like. I'm not rooting for any of them. There's no conflict, really. I think you're supposed to root for any of them. But you especially you want to root for one character in a film. There's, there's no, there's no conflict. Nothing really happens. They all they get locked down in this in this town because of they've come across it. There's an alien land. The alien scene was probably the best bit about the film. Was amazing, it was, yeah, that it was, was good. Great. I like how they <laughs> I like how they use the stop frame animation for it and stuff. It's quite cute. Um, and just knowing that Jeff Goldblum is inside that, like as a more seasoned Wes Anderson fan, yeah, like how did you find it? So it's very Wes Andersony, like that. So it's such a it's a terrible way of describing a film, but like how Wes Anderson is a film, and when he goes too far, and sometimes he goes too far in one direction in his whimsical little brain, or big brain, whatever, with all the tweed. Um, and it's like maybe you won't vibe with it, and then sometimes he does this, and I think it is very. It it probably would invoke that sort of reaction of like you'll either gel with it or you don't. Um, but I thought it was beautifully shot. I thought the lines and the cast were absolutely phenomenal. Um, I didn't really understand 
what he was trying to say, obviously with the it being a play of a film of a play or whatever. But what I did enjoy was the the difference between the two worlds, if you know what I mean, as in a sense that when it was back in and they were sort of doing the play in the color world, essentially, um, or when it's all colorful, um, it felt very, it felt like you were watching a play. It felt like they were acting like as if there was, you know, it was a play or whatever. I don't know. It felt really good. It was well acted. It, it they did, but they did also. It's so like the act, the way that they acted is so unlike anyone would ever act in real life. Which I know it's not a realistic. That's the whole point. I know it's not a realistic. You see, play. I mean, you see some plays that are like it depends what they're going for, I suppose. But this felt like all the characters, every single one was quirky. There was not one normal character in there, really. Yeah. Um, which I've sort of struggled with. Very stylized. I love the shot. Like the way I would describe his shots is, you know, when someone's like neating a shelf up, and they sort of get at all the all things yeah. in a row, yeah. and it's all nice and neat. Um, it just feels like he's doing that every time, and it's just like you look back and you go, oh yeah, everything's perfect. The symmetry is perfect. I just mm. really enjoyed it. Would you rewatch it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna buy it. Do well, I don't, I don't buy do it you think? So, so I haven't watched a lot of his stuff, but is it a thing where over time he's becoming more and more and more? Yeah. Eccentric, like, eccentric or whatever into, it is, yeah. down that style. It sort yeah. of reminds me of like you know when you watch like a sitcom. Yeah. Okay, there's a there's a there's a TV trope article, but I can't remember what it's called. But it's uh, where you start off with a character, and at the start of the first season, the character might be in, they might like food, and he's a bit he's a bit, he's a bit dumb. So like Joey, he's a bit dumb sometimes. He says funny things that are a bit a little bit like stupid, or whatever. And then by the time you get to the end of season ten, he's like. So he's just his whole character. All he does is just do stupid things. He just yeah, eats food yeah, all the time. Okay. He just goes more and more and more and more like that character. And he sort of just becomes more caricatured. It sort of feels like I I haven't watched a lot of his other stuff, so I don't know how caricatured these other films were. But it feels like French, it's getting. It feels like this one is the most caricatured version of like his films. Obviously, apart from like you know, obviously the, the animation films and stuff, but. So I'd be curious if, like, the next one he does, if it's even more like that, or if it goes more, a little bit more realism or whatever. I don't know. I think, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just what he was trying to say, and that's why it felt that way. I, it'd be hard to tell, depending on, you know, what what um what this next film mm. comes out like or what's going to be. But um, I would say that you've, it feels like that. It I would have thought like he's due like a another big hit, like because I think Grand Budapest and Fantastic Mr. Fox were like. Quite big. His most well known. Yeah. I think this did very well in the box office, so I don't know. I don't, it wasn't out anywhere. French dispatch did in the We struggled we struggled to find it because when we went to I think it was only out for like a week maybe. Yeah, we, we were kinda late see. in seeing it and it's from its release, but yeah, we had to go all the way to Bradford to see it. Mm. And we we would have seen it anywhere. You know? I think it was only on the other place it was on it was like one it was like during the weekday at two o'clock somewhere and that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I should. I need to go back and watch some of his original stuff. You should. You should watch him. Uh, I'm a. I'm a big fan. Like, I mean, Moonrise Kingdoms, great. Um, I love that film. I thought it was great. It's a Grand Budapest. It great see film. that one. Moonrise Kingdom. Film. I feel like you might think this is true. Paddington. Those films are like. I have, no, I've never seen a Paddington. Oh, so have I don't you know. not? Yeah, everyone keeps like, saying it's incredible. They're very good, but like, it's like. The version of Paddington is like a like a caricatured version of the world, but it's a really nice version. Everything's really nice, and everything's. Mm, mm, so, mm. And I wonder if 
in Moonrise, I feel like has a bit of that, maybe a bit more of that. It's like a, it's a character version of the world, but it's like I can still see some normality there. I don't know. Anyway, I'm interested in going to go back further and watch Go, those, go those watch, stuff. go watch those other films, guys. I think. I, I What's think his best one? What for you? What you? My favorite. Yeah. Oh, it's it's either going to be Fantastic Mr. Fox, which we've seen, or Grand Budapest is probably up there. Mm. Um, and I think you might like Rushmore because it's obviously a lot earlier. Um, I don't know if you'd like Life Aquatic, but I do like that. There's people making alternative, oh, yeah. big, oh, okay. like yeah, quality. Yeah. yeah. Well, we came know, out of the film. We came out of the film, and we're both like talking around the fact that we probably didn't love it that much. Mm-hmm. But I, I think we both said like I enjoyed watching something at the cinema that's a bit different and yeah, like yeah, not cool. just the Very same cool. sequel, sequels, you know, like of a bunch of other films or and I had, and was also trying to test you a little bit, like try to make you think a bit about what's going on with the meta narrative. Personally, I didn't think it worked that it added much to it, but I liked that it was trying mm. to do some interesting stuff with the meta narrative. Yeah, it's always nice whenever like uh, the writers of the film. Um, try and sort of uh, what's the best way to describe this it's just not like you know like a Marvel script or something it's just it's just total just yeah. chaff for the years whereas like you know you've got your the Christopher Nolan's writers and, and, and you've got Wes Anderson's writers and all those guys at least they're trying to deliver something a little bit more interesting or they're trying to twist how it's done or whatever it's good mm-hmm. so I'm I, I'm glad that you think that at least. At it's a gateway least. into alternative cinema for people who've not experienced it yet. Like, I, I just say, I was saying to her that my wife would hate it. <laughs> like, if she yeah. ever made her watch that, she would have just strangled me. I think. Yeah. Um, she had no patience for that. Speaking <laughs> of um, <laughs> strangling, oh. uh, <laughs> the birds are back. <laughs> Bird Box, Aaron. Why, why are we watching Bird Box? Because you know what's funny? I was thinking about this. The original Bird Box when it came out was a big, massive viral thing, wasn't it? Everyone was talking about it. And I don't think I've heard anyone talk about this at all. Like, the only person who ever saw who talked about it is you, Aaron. Like, no one else I've seen mention online or anything. It's completely <laughs> right, silent. Okay. And I'm sure, like, is it weird, isn't it, how it was such a big viral thing, yeah. the original? I think it's probably, probably because it had so I went back and I watched some of it after watching this new one. Sorry. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Bird Box Barcelona. We are talking about Bird Box Barcelona. Yeah, but I went and we watched the first one again, a little bit of it. And I forgot how many like famous people are in it and like how different of a film it is. But anyway, go on. So, Bird Box, uh, we originally, this is high, this is canon, by the way. Originally, we all watched Bird Box, the original Netflix phenomenon film. And we all thought, you know what, let's become movie podcasters hmm. this is this is what's going to bring us yeah, in it, it inspired us to do this, this podcast absolutely thank you. yeah you, thank you bird box um no originally we all watched bird box as like one of the films we we're going to watch johnny thought it was pff, best film he's ever seen i'm <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty sure and, Ooh, i thought it was decent and uh i think Ant and i both were just like that was hot trash why did we watch that um the film, the ending, all of it, just the whole thing was just just really, really bad. And then what happened is, um, as again, I can only assume that the writers of this film were like, you know what, the Movie Quest podcast <laughs> has gone into hiding. <laughs> um, what's what's going to bring them back? 
let's make a film set in Barcelona. You know, it's close to the UK, as you can, you know, you can be, I guess. Um, we'll get them back, our favourite podcast. And you know what? Well done. Well done, uh, Barcelona Bird Box. We're back, we're back in the room. Yeah, you've done it. You've brought us back. So the, uh, the synopsis of this film is exactly the same as the other one. There's some aliens that exist, and if you look at them, um, it makes you want to take your own life. <laughs> you don't know the aliens, do you? Yeah, I don't it's know. A it could be angels, could be That's something. This, this film sort of explores that a little bit more. Um, yeah. And then, except for in this one, uh, they said, screw that, you can look at them now, some of you. And um, what will happen is, if you look at them, if you feel like it, you will start getting other people to look at them. That's not well. The original film had that as well. Did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember, remember that. <clears throat> I went back and watched bits of it last night, and um, one of the characters in it betrays them by opening up. Like they just give birth to the kids. Do you remember she's like pregnant, and then the, the other, oh, yeah, other yeah. woman's pregnant, and they've just given birth at the same time, basically. Mm. And then he comes in. And he's like, "Oh, they're beautiful." And then he opens up the windows, and he's like. Look! Look outside! Is it beautiful? Look, you know, and like, remember because there was like, uh, there was people who got obsessed, or yeah. like one guy, I guess. So the obviously, did he, did he end up taking his own life? No, I don't think so. Okay, I I completely blanked. Well, because it's all based on the book series, isn't it? So I imagine this is probably they've got the sort of basing it off that um, the law behind that. So this one, did you? It's a Spanish language film. Did you watch in English or Spanish? Was it was in Spanish for me, but then also there's bits of English too. In the yeah. I just let it play. Yeah, so you watched so, it dubbed, Johnny watched it dubbed. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought it was strange, yeah, because it was it's it's in Spanish, but then also bits of it in German and also bits of it are in English. Yeah, it's kind of a strange because it's a European film. Yeah, it's just mm. a bit. So I thought it was a bit. It's a bit of a weird. I don't think I've ever seen it before, really. Where you have like, some characters just speaking mostly in English and some speaking mostly in Spanish or German. You know, that was actually one of the redeeming factors of this film was um, the fact that, like, mm. I thought that was quite interesting because obviously if this kind of thing happens and you're, you know, On a holiday. young German girl who doesn't speak a, a lick of English or... Because you haven't learned Spanish or, you know, you're sort of just stuck and hoping, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. trying to find a way to communicate to someone, you know, one of the other survivors and then there's obviously an English student or whatever she is. But it follows... This gentleman who has seen them, and then he, this gentleman's gone through, and he's just basically trying to show other people. Sebastian. Who, Sebastian, who've not seen them. Um, yeah. He basically he plays, which would effectively be one of the bad guys from the first film. Yes. Of like, trying to get people to look at the these. He can't think he thinks of them as angels or whatever. Mm. Um, and his daughter was with him, so it yes. starts. It starts off with him and his daughter walking through. Twist. Um, looking for food and things, and then yeah. they get they get jumped and. Um, and then he he meets up uh, with a group, and you you start you're trying to figure out what's going on. It's like what is what's the deal with this guy? Because yeah. you sort of like okay, he's got a little girl, like he must be all right. He mm. says he's gonna check these kid people out, make sure they're good people, and then you know they'll bring bring her along later. And as I'm watching it, <clears throat> he's getting more and more like like you know welcomed into their group, and he's getting fed, and he's going to sleep. And I was thinking. Where is his kid? Why is his kid being left? Mm. And obviously, it turns out that his kid's not really there. Um, and it was quite, yeah. The, so the twist of him basically 
of him like betraying this group was quite cool, and I actually quite liked that aspect of this film. Pause with mm-hmm. that right there. You see, see, my issue with that is they go, they purposely lead the viewer on by saying, "Oh, don't worry, I'll check out, see if they're okay." Then they, they this happens multiple times in this film. Do mm. they do it again? No, because the viewers already know that she's yeah, not real. Yeah. See, the issue is you're not keeping up with the narrative, Sebastian. <laughs> so, but the the open, the, op- for the, writers. <coughs> the opening scene get better. The 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 um the skate roller skating out there. In a in a big hall. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, is that po- Is that like the in the current timeline, where he's mm. where he's like well, he's wearing the jacket that that would tell me that it's that is yeah part okay. Of the current so that timeline. didn't make it. Uh, so that didn't really make too much sense to me because I guess at that point they're trying to say he's like basically got an imaginary imaginary kid. Anyway, so he's ki- so it, it goes jumps back and forward from time to when it first kicked off, mm-hmm. and then to like the modern day. Which is also quite interesting. Um, yeah, it was. It, I don't think I've ever seen a film where you, the main protagonist is a bad guy. Really, mm. he's kind of a a bad guy who's being led on by other people as well. Kind of, he's been manipulated by the by, by the, the even uh, worse bad guy, the, the monsters, whatever they are. Yeah, the monsters and the priest. Man. Is it yes. with the monsters? They're trying to like. Like makes him into like a biblical character. Yes. Well, I forget, I forget yeah. the word that they call it. It's like Seraph- the seraphim, seraphim. Yeah, yeah. like with the I think six wings and yeah. loads of eyes and stuff like that. And basically, he's trying to get a tally of people. Where if he gets if he gets like twelve kills or something, then he'll his daughter will come back. That's what he believes at least. Something anyway, he, be- like he believes yeah. like by killing them, or by like getting them to see the the angels and then kill themselves. That he's eventually going to be able to be with his daughter again or something. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it is interesting. I quite, I quite I quite, enjoyed watching him. I was like, how is he going to, like, mess up this... Like, what what, what sort of things is he going to do to break apart this, this group? Mm. That social dynamic to it was kind of interesting. Um, but overall, it just was a bit of a weak film, really. It just felt like a an episode of some a bigger. It just felt like it could have been a single episode of something, and it would be like, oh, that was interesting. But I don't know, like, yeah, it just um, didn't do a lot for me. I suppose. Mm. I felt it. I felt it felt like like some extension of like Silent Hill, like that, mm. like the movie, like. Because some of the deaths are like really violent and yeah, it horrible. Fe- it felt a little bit like uh, Final Destination, where like they like enjoy showing you how like, Final Destination. A big part of it is just how is this person going to get killed? Like, oh, it's some weird, interesting, like logs are going to fall, or they're going to get trapped in a sunbed or whatever. And this is like, oh, what kind of cool ways can we make people kill themselves? It's like it's pretty, pretty dark, really, and horrible to watch a lot of the time. It's like I don't really want to yeah. watch people. That then people who've been like hung up on the bus and they were just like bashing their heads out against the window of the bus were just like, just, yeah. I don't know. It didn't really. Like, I watched it Sunday night, ready for the week ahead, and it didn't really set me up like as no. a good sort of like. Get ready know, for your week. Power, powered up, ready for the week. I was a bit like, I need to. I, watch something to cleanse myself. I get it. I went back and watched the original and that has loads of humour in it because it's, fu- it's got fun characters. Mm. It's got characters that are like, you know, played by comedians and like the funny lines. It's like a much more American sort of 
or like approachable film. Whereas this felt more like someone was trying to make the road or something, but right, like, but then auto, yeah, but mixed in with this universe. Why is it in Barcelona? Of all the places, it's there's beautiful. nothing wrong with Barcelona, it's but why? It's because didn't they say at the start it's on the set in the beautiful something of Barcelona or something like that? Or like, I can't remember. I think it's like the little. It is. It's the blur, but on Netflix, where right. it goes like, "Oh, I sit in this beautiful place," and it's like, "Yeah, but you're not really seeing Barcelona." Like what some Barcelona is no, film no. grants that they yeah. got for filming in Barcelona. Yeah, it's like tax breaks. But possibly, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, I don't know, like, yeah, I can't really. I kind of know. I, I was saying, I think about this last night. I was writing notes about it, and thinking about it today, going to the podcast. Like, I don't really have a lot to talk about because it, it just. It wasn't that impactful to me. It was just yeah. sort of like a... It does one thing and it repeats it like three times. Yeah. And then the film kind of ends. I haven't yeah. thought about it since I watched it. And I watched it like when it, the day that it came out or something like that with Heather. Like until then. And then when I was like, oh, that, you know, the the hang up on the thing. It's just because you said it and it twigged my brain to be like, oh, yeah, that never comes up again. That's mm. weird. Mm. Who's this film for? Like, who's this film for? Like, I don't get it. It's like, who's, I, it, who's it for? I think... It's for the director, so that whoever's made it or the people who made it, like, it's just like Netflix are giving him some money. Go show what you can make as a film. You're gonna made a film. It'll probably be low budget and it'll probably did all right, you know, for what it needed to do. Yeah. And that's it. It's just like, like I don't know. If you compare this to like a quiet place or something, yeah. it's just like mm. they're horror films. They're like terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Bird Box, to an extent, was kind of scary in a few spots. Mm. Like this film, the fact that they showed you the monsters, kind of as yeah, well. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But you didn't really see them, but you saw like the them. You knew what the, what they were. There. Yeah, you knew they Gust were there, the and the leaves lifted up, and it was just like, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't really a horror film. What kind of film was it? What was it? How would you categorise it? Like Heather said it was weirdly at the end we said it was very, very gruesome and mm. grim. But also weirdly light hearted as well. Like weirdly sort of like nonchalant about stuff and really like the sort of big boss fight at the end with the priest and they're having it was a like an, weird stabbing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nothing though, it was a nothing fight though, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was just stupid. really like anti People just stood there well. While those two people were fighting, just yes. like why aren't you all like getting involved? It, I don't want to talk about it too much because it just wasn't a very good film. Mm. So I just feel a bit like it's a bit, I don't know. Just yeah. After the I was saying like after the like month of films that I've seen oh, yeah. in the cinema, watching this was just such a reality hit. Yeah, yeah, a gear shift like in the wrong direction. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Maybe like if I watched this a few months ago, I'd be like. Well, yeah, Bear Box 2, even better than the first one, but no. I, I feel like, rock. I don't want to just, like, say about how, te- how it's a terrible film or stuff, because obviously some out there put a lot of time and effort into making, trying to make the best film they can. I think probably just, they're probably restrained by literally just that they're in this universe, and it's like, after telling the first film, what other stories can you really tell? Mm. It's, just, it's just like... It's just the same story, basically, isn't it? Like, like the only interesting thing I found about it was the fact that you're watching someone who's basically a bad guy and then sort of end up, mm. you know, becoming okay at the end or whatever. Because mm. it didn't really make sense why he changed 
like his opinion on things. It didn't really, there wasn't really a reason for it. It just randomly just did it. Well, so. he didn't. It's like he sort of there was the girl that the the German girl yeah. sort of really resonated with him, obviously because he had a daughter, and so like yeah, he sort of so. was brought back to reality by by her or something. I don't really. In my version of it, he spoke German to her, then he spoke English to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. Oh, did he? Yeah, right. Okay. But the... Wait, maybe he didn't speak English to her. I can't remember that, but he spoke German to her. He spoke Spanish and German. Yeah, Spanish and German. Yeah. Oh, he didn't speak in, uh, so, English? So, <coughs> as I was watching it in Spanish, it reminded me of a great film, which I think we've all watched, a Spanish horror film, Wreck. Oh, great mm. And I was thinking, oh, that's such a better film than this. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, don't watch Bird Box Barcelona. Watch Wreck. And I was just, cause I was just thinking, like, is it the, is it the, it's not, it's not the, di- it's not like the, it being a different language. Like, even like, the fact that it was in Barcelona, I mean, I've, I've been to Barcelona, but it didn't really make me think about, the only thing that was sort of, had any sort of interesting visual, like, location based thing was, some of the hotels are kind of interesting, like the, mm. the st- architecture and stuff, but, like if you think of wreck, it's all basically in like one location. Yeah. Um, but it feels so claustrophobic yeah, and like is. I don't know, it just. Yeah. Oh, 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 the other thing I didn't understand. Sorry, just I don't know. We should probably finish up now. But why did they move on from that? They were in this like, um, this bomb shelter thing or whatever. Uh, they were safe. Tower. Why did they move? It didn't make any sense. The only reason why they moved was for the for the story. Yeah, to, to move the plot along. Like the girl randomly remembered something about a castle or whatever, and it's just like, what? Like, why would you like? Yeah. Every single there? character folded. Just like, yeah, it's suicide if we stay here. We need to go to the castle. I'm just like, no, just stay there. You fu- yeah. You've done well so far. The oh, oh oh one more. The only actually interesting thing I thought was kind of interesting was the fact that they captured one of the monsters at the end and sort of hinted to what maybe what happened next. Oh, gosh. Well, I would have rather have seen, film. I would rather have just incorporated that into the film. That was interesting. Mm. Show us something more about that. Like, but I don't want, yeah, I don't want another film. <laughs> I want another film. Yeah, I don't want another film. I, I, should, I, I think I'd rather just watch like Quiet Place 2 or something. Or... It's in. It was in the top 10 of what people have been watching on Netflix in terms of films. Really? So... People are giving it a chance, but whether they're watching it to the end, I probably doubt it. I reckon they'd get half an hour in and turn it off. Well, on that absolutely riveting, oh, no, yeah. great film that we've watched, I think it's time to... Uh, uh, so, Johnny, if the listeners want to get in contact with us, how do they tell us how good Barcelona Bird Box is? So, you can find us on Instagram, at the Movie Quest, or you can send us an email at moviequestpod at gmail.com brilliant 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 well chaps let's look forward to the next one I hear it's a Oppenheimer Oppenheimer <laughs> this is terrible I'm I feel like people are turning off yeah, at all yeah <laughs> I apologise that's not we're good, so we're, we're planning on doing a little we're going to watch it together aren't we so we'll probably do a little mini special yeah we'll do a little little yeah, and we'll probably be back in about a month's time. Yes, hopefully. we'll be back in a month's time. Wow, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Things could change. Thank you very much for listening. See ya, bye. Catch you later.